1: This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs and welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by a bona fide cricket legend today, one of the top players of all time. Yeah, Uh, Shahid Afridi is a Pakistan all-rounder, sensational player and was right at the heart of some big moments in Pakistan cricket. We talked about uh, that with him and uh, his ghostwriter who did a bit of translating as, as you'll hear.
2: That's right, and uh, we had a chat as well, and uh, Martin Kellner's away this week, so you won't yeah. be hearing from him. Sorry, folks. Uh, just a reminder, the HNJ and Daily, this is the h and Daily,
1: what we're talking about. Just a reminder that the Clips of the Week podcast is available if you want to hear the clips back as well. But here's the Daily. Enjoy. <laughs>
2: news i'm so pleased about that that's just the the best thing for everybody best yeah. thing for them best thing for for us and best thing for all the you know the people who well, love look,
1: cricket. it's interesting because i've seen a couple of dissenting voices already on social media from people
2: saying uh, you know, I pay subscription oh, fee. Shut up! You get so much. This is the argument. You, I hate people like that. They shouldn't even be allowed to be on social media. Yeah. You get everything else. You get that no yeah. one else can see. Premier League, rugby league, cricket around the world. Yeah, everything. Just sometimes. Basically. Sometimes think about the
1: reasons yeah. why you love these sports and are willing to pay for how them, pathetic, and think how it? are those sports going to grow? Sometimes unless there's access <laughs> exactly. to them. So. You probably
2: love 2005. You know the Ashes. Eh? Honestly, these people are pitiful, really. They <laughs> are, like, oh, they're just pitiful. They're so thick, it's unbelievable. You know, it's so... They're OK, so, well, if you're considering one of those, it, consider From, from your serious. own point of view, how about thinking about the greater good ones other than your petty little, oh, i paid my subscription. Well done, mate. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? God, oh dear. It's that Friday <laughs> feeling with oh, Andy no, Jacobs. drive me mad. You'd be great on that. The, uh, the, the short sightedness of the it. Drive the
1: drive home. you would be, be great on a music station, Andy, <laughs> wouldn't he? The big drive home <laughs> on a Friday, you know, launching into people. Just Let's get the tennis. Thick. I hate tennis. I even hate the grass. Oh, I hate tennis.
2: Honestly, the report... One of the reasons I hate tennis more mm. than anything is... I've got, I've got... OK. ...are the reports. The, the, like, for example, yesterday, the report of the Royal Visit. Yeah. It's, it's just so sycophantic, honestly. The Duchess of Sussex stunned Wimbledon yesterday mm. with a secret dash to the tournament to see friend Serena Williams play. Well, I don't know how secret, how much of a dash it was. And then it goes, Megan 37 and close friends Lindsay Roth and Genevieve Hillis, who sat amongst stunned tennis... Tennis fans. Everyone's stunned. Of course really. they were. yeah, <laughs> yeah. For goodness sake. I don't think anybody cares. And then Prince George is having lessons with Ro- Roger Federer. Is he? Why can't he just go to David Lloyd's like everybody else? Well, no, he's just using his connections much like everybody oh,
1: does. You don't Do you want that. more reasons to hate tennis? Yeah. Um, the story today in The Telegraph suggesting that one of the problems uh, at the moment uh, during games are uh, champagne corks landing on the playing surface <laughs> no, a couple really. of wayward corks um, uh, have happened one on court five I think there was one during the Nadal uh, Kyrgios game as well but uh, yeah, ladies doubles match was interrupted by a cork. flight. you don't often get that in the mm. Matthew Harding upper do you no, champagne yeah. cork <laughs> whacking a goalkeeper <laughs> on the back of the
2: head yeah. you cannot be curious no. a bit of housekeeping
1: um, we spoke with the guys at Cardiff uh, met uni last week they had the second leg of their uh, game last night against um, Niederkorn, of course, from Luxembourg. And uh, they were 1-0 down from the first leg over there. Progress Niederkorn. Progress Niederkorn, that's right, yeah. Um, And, um... Sadly, they lost on away goals. They won 2-1 on the night in Cardiff, but lost uh, on away goals. Great shame, but yeah, brilliant work a by, un- uh,
2: unfortunate. And by the um, guys there. Rodri, who's uh, joined Manchester City from Atletico Madrid, says he's not joined City for the money, but for the sporting challenge. Well, if that's the case, you should have signed for Tranmere, mate. <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. Not a bad idea. Get ready for Sepp Blatter turning up at uh, uh, lots of FIFA events shouting from the back. <laughs> Oi, Infantino, <laughs> yeah, where's, where's my then? watch? I think they should just buy him a swatch and tell him to go away. Sixty watches he's claiming from different FIFA members that he
2: gave them. Um, well, surely if it was well, a gift, a Indian giving, you can't really do that, can you? you can't really just give somebody a present then take it back.
1: No, I, I don't think. Obviously, Sepp's a very bitter man. I mean, he, he may have his reasons. I don't know. But uh, poor old Sep. I mean, retirement. Yeah, he's not aged well in poor. retirement, is he? He Looks
2: a bit of a broken well, man these days. What day. happens? And. Um, uh, what else have we got? Just before I pay tribute to when well, no, I'll pay tribute to now, John McCrick. We, well we're gonna to talk to Bruce yeah, McCoy. Sure, personally though, what a, yeah. We we interviewed him a lot over the years. Mm. He's a lot been on talk sports, often on the sports bar with Andy and uh, Jason and uh, he was such a character, really yeah. a character. And I saw him a, about a year ago in a restaurant and I had a chat with him and I thought then, you know, he didn't look particularly well. And yeah. uh, you know, well, it's look at shame what because cam- he was, Bruce will put his, uh, you know, racing credentials in, in perspective. We remember we one of blood. the first times we went to
1: uh, Cheltenham um, and he was really in his pomp, wasn't he? He was loving life at Channel. I think he was going, well, this has got to be about 18 years ago, something like that. And, um, yeah, a long time ago, yes. Well, actually, it may have been at Aintree that time. Maybe before that. Maybe twenty years ago. And he was, uh, and he he was looking yeah. to get to a race meeting, and he realised that he in, couldn't. In America. He yeah. wasn't. He got to get to a race meeting uh, quickly. And we were standing there talking to Angus Locker and Stato, and suddenly he kind of hoves into view and says, "Stato, get me on Concord." <laughs> just a ridiculous know, thing. Look, Stato, 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 Stato standing there like, shrugging, saying, well, "How does he expect me to do that?" You know. And then he's just sort of carried on doing. Burlington
2: and Bertie, yeah, and just those, the yeah. way he dressed and his language, yeah. and all those things were great. The Hawksby and Jacobs
3: daily podcast
1: from Talk Sport. If you want
0: to flash, flash hard.
4: If you want to flash, flash hard.
1: that is uh, our friends, the Duckworth Lewis Methods, uh, tribute to our next guest, uh, well, one of the greats of uh, Pakistan cricket. Of course, it is uh, the brilliant all-rounder, Shahid Afridi. Shahid, good to see you. Thank you for Thank coming you. in. Thanks, Thanks Thank you for, for coming waiting. in. Uh, you're sitting with us now. We're looking at our screens up here, and uh, <laughs> we're hoping Pakistan can, can pull off a miracle, but it, it does seem unlikely, doesn't it?
4: I think we didn't maintain the run rate in the in the beginning's game the uh, the way we started the tournament was not very well and uh, competition like this you know world cup I think you have to start it well yeah uh, but we didn't start it well and uh, I think we didn't maintain the run rate the way New Zealand maintained uh, so I think, uh, let's see, I, I saw, I heard the statement from the captain that we're going to score 500. <laughs> so, but the way we started, I think it looked like maybe we scored 250 or 300. Yeah, yeah, well, i was saying to you, I think it's a bit so unlucky, it's yeah, to, yeah.
2: unlucky to have lost the game to the weather. That extra point might have made all the difference.
4: Yeah, I, but we all know the English weather, you know, you don't believe on weather here. But yeah. I think uh, the way we started was not good against West Indies. we didn't start it well. And uh, But uh, there is some big mistakes, we made it and uh, I think after the World Cup, the, we have a time to improve these areas because yeah. cricket is totally de- different now. For Pakistan, it's not the same 90s and uh, 80s cricket now anymore. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you have to be very skillful in this format now. So I think uh, we know where is the uh, learning areas uh, where we made a mistake. So definitely we have to improve these areas. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're here to talk about your autobiography uh, Game Changer which you've written with uh, Waj Khan Waj is with us as well in the studio and if this, uh times uh, shades not sure uh, uh, comfortable in English Waj, you'll uh, jump in in, uh, in Urdu and we'll translate, I think. We'll, Gladly. We'll...
3: Unpaid translation. Yeah, that's here. very good of you. Well, you've done a
1: fine job with the book, Waj. I've really enjoyed it. Well, so I really enjoyed thank the book. I mean, it's it's been some life. I mean, what one thing I noticed about it is that you are pretty self-critical. Even the forward of the book uh, uh, by Wazim is, is quite critical of you at times. You normally expect a forward of a book to be a kind of very positive and saying... He does say nice things, but he's critical. And you're very self-critical about... Maybe your temperament as a player, and you you deal with the criticisms uh, head on. I think.
4: Oh, uh, think that when you, read a book, you share your experience. You share your experience. You compare your experience. Uh, negative share uh, your You said,
3: yeah, he's saying that if you're going to write a book, might as well tell the truth, right? And you <laughs> have point. to mention both sides. Um, you can't just be, be uh, making a pitch. Uh, you have to uh, mention the positive and the negative. Hmm. And of course, he trusts Vaseem, and uh, uh, he um, uh, told Vaseem in front of me, Just it was just one call and one request, and then Vaseem and I had a sitting about what he wanted to write, and I just uh, uh, posited uh, uh, Shahid's message that just uh just be fair about the man. Yeah. he was his first captain, and I think they have a special relationship. I think they're very fond of each other. yeah, and I think that's a sign of fondness when you're truthful about each other.
1: He talks and you talk in the bookshade about the first time you came into the the Pakistan senior side, and uh, you're in the nets. And uh, Wacker Yunus and Wazim Akram worked you over. <laughs> yeah. They 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 bowled quick and then they bowled quicker and they said right, I'm going to get this guy and you kept hitting them
4: and they thought oh okay and it was uh, Wazim who said we've we've got to move him up the order yeah uh, well I think this that was like a dream come true I think uh, uh, they all was my heroes and uh, we all always watching them you know but I, uh, that was like. Uh, uh, in 96 when they invited me first time for Pakistan team because Mushtaq Ahmad he, he was injured and they called me from West Indies and, and I remember that I traveled like from uh, from Guyana I traveled to Barbados, Barbados, Jamaica, Jamaica, England, England, Dubai and Dubai, Pakistan wow. and I stayed there for I think one or two hours and from there Dubai, Dubai to Kenya. So I didn't sleep whole in my whole <laughs> this travel. I didn't sleep because like that was... Uh, uh, a dream was coming become uh, true, uh, true, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and playing with these legends and uh, I remember when Wasim Akram and Vakar Yunus you, balling me in the net. They think that he is, uh, we'll see how he gonna bet. Uh, because I, they call me as a baller. Yeah. And I was used to bet at number seven, number eight, number nine. Uh, but uh, I think uh, they like the way I was hitting the ball and uh, they give me a chance they give me opportunity because against sri lanka we have to score above 353 360 run to qualify for a semi final mm. so they took a chance and uh, alhamdulillah and uh, it, worked it worked because you, yeah. you scored
1: it, i mean it's the record's been surpassed but you mm-hmm. it's, subsequently <coughs> but you <coughs> scored at that time the fastest 137 ball century yeah. I think including yeah. 11 was it 11-4s, 11-6s? 11, fours, 11, sixes,
4: is sixes. 11 sixes. Yeah, sixes. And a month ago, jay Surya made that record. Mm. And uh, But after a month, this miracle happened. Yeah. But, but every, everybody loved the way you played.
2: I mean, you were the sort of player that when you were coming in, people yeah. would leave the bars, leave their chats and lunches and come and watch you play. And I think that's an important thing.
4: The thing is that for me, that was not easy because I started my cricket as a baller and Pakistan team, they selected me as a baller. And uh, if you changing yourself to become a batsman, is, that was not an easy task for me hmm. to become a batsman now. And uh, the batsmen who are used to bat at number seven, number eight, number nine, and he become a batsman. And the people expecting, again, some uh, hitting from, uh, uh, but uh, but uh, i enjoyed uh, the way my seniors they supported me very well they treat me like a brother and uh, they really look after me for me that was a big challenge a new guy playing between a uh, big names so that was a challenging for me but uh, credit goes to all my seniors they really supported me there yeah you
1: you, uh, you started out as
4: a fast bowler yeah. but you were chucking
2: you yeah. felt you were chucking. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to change it's become a fast
4: leg break. Ball. Yeah, fast no, leg break. I started ball. my cricket because of Imran Khan. You know, he was my ideal, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I tried to become a fast bowler as well. But when I yeah. realized that I'm checking, so I said no, no, I can't. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't play cricket now.
1: You you were very driven as a cricketer, and and obviously that's from a sporting point of view. But also because you tell the story of your father losing a lot of money in the stock market crash, and you felt that responsibility to step up. And and hopefully earn the money and make him happy and make
4: the family comfortable again. So that was that a big driving force in in your career, <laughs> early <laughs> career? Can can say. was <laughs> a very big responsibility for the family. The situation was very difficult, and I was young, I saw them help from the I proud that my parents never in front of and believed the it
3: was a difficult time, personally, and it was a test of faith for his family and himself. And uh, yes, it was a difficult time. Uh, they lost uh, most of what they had. But uh, uh, it was uh, a trying time for him in the sense that he learned a lot that his parents, who were in dire need at that point, they never asked anyone for help. They never begged, uh, they never... Um, asked uh, for uh, any charity and uh, even though all was lost they kept hope and and he kept hope and believed in the big guy upstairs and uh, made uh, made all of this happen yes Mm. it was a big part of pushing his cricket forward and pushing his career forward
2: has it been hard for Pakistan players not being able to play in Pakistan because of the political situation? I'd imagine it would. It, it's difficult,
4: man. It is obviously the people they want to see some overseas cricketers come or teams come to pakistan and play there but go, uh, last time world 11 was happened there and then uh, west indies was there for uh, two or three t20 uh, game so maybe inshallah very soon the trend gonna be changed england and australia uh, the r cricket board they are trying to bring them uh, as well so it's so hoping uh, we hoping <clears> that <throat> maybe cricket will gonna uh, play in pakistan soon because yeah. the people they missing cricket there international cricket and it's a good thing that psl happened as well
2: yeah, sure, but there's still a joy about Pakistan cricket. I think all cricket watchers love watching Pakistan because you never quite know what you're going to get, but you know you're going to get something special at some point. There is a
1: line, isn't there, in the book where you say Pakistan can either be terrible or brilliant. That is just one of the traits of the cricketing nation, you know. And that's true. We never quite know what we're going
4: to get from Pakistan in a game. <laughs> uh, Pakistan cricket is, if you look into the uh, history, Pakistan cricket, it is like this, you mm. know, from long time. And uh, you should be, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the structure should be very strong. The domestic cricket structure should be very strong, like the county cricket here in England. <clears throat> in uh, Australia, the domestic structure is very strong. It should be very strong. With new chairman, with new government, things become change. If you go with any system, at least give that system three year, four year, mm. how it's going to work. But I think with every season, you're changing your system. It's not going to work. Mm. I think that uh, surprise element which
3: you mentioned uh, about uh, you never know what you're going to get is uh, best. I think it's epitomized by and characterized best by this man right here. Mm. Mm. And uh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, you have a rough idea. But that mercurial element um, that, that, you know, hold on to your raw nerves, you know, to the edge of your seats. Mm. I think, uh, um, um, yes, it is sexy. Uh, it, is, uh, it is exciting for the uh, for the cricket fan. But uh, uh, we've said this in the book. Shahid believes it himself. He just said it himself that, you know, it's 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 sexy to be inconsistent. It's great for the bookie. It may may be great for the bookies. But I mean, yes, if you want consistency, you must change the structures. Hmm. And if you read the book, uh, and I hope your viewers do, there's he's really thought out quite a long drawn plan inspired partially by the ECB, partially by the ICC, partially by the BCCI, the Aussies. Because he's seen it all over two, two decades about how the Pakistanis should finally turn the corner on this consistent inconsistency. Mm. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Shade, you are. We'll come on to politics later because you talk about politics in Pakistan a lot. Uh, You say you don't see a future in politics, but I'm sure Imran Khan may have said the same thing. uh, (laughs) I don't know. But um, what about cricket politics? I mean, you you are critical of, of the Pakistan cricket board in the book. Would you like the opportunity one day to be in a position where you could shape Pakistan cricket from that position?
4: I, I just I I don't want to do uh, such work where which I am not capable to do. But if if I can sh- uh, uh, do uh, uh, work with under fourteen, under sixteen, under nineteen level with the kids, with the youth. So hmm. I I love to share my experience with them. I love to motivate them. I love to tell them how you bec- how you become a cricketer or how you come uh, become your dream true. Uh, so for that, what to do? Yeah yeah. So on oh, that stage I don't want to be, become a Pakistan team coach it's useless I don't <laughs> believe <all laughs> yes,
3: I, I think but he's definitely um, he says this he's said it in the book as well I think he's already serving a politician's term with his foundation hmm. and, um, and the, what do politicians do they, they, they take your money and then they provide services hopefully <laughs> in the perfect world that's what he's doing with the foundation he's uh, doing great charity work even in England right now that's what he's doing part time while we're doing this book tour and then he's uh, he's building schools he's building hospitals yeah um he's starting from not mega projects like his ideal mr khan the prime minister but he's starting small so yeah. he's got a similar i would say yeah you're onto something here but he's got a similar medium but mm. a different approach
1: you you um you talk about the relationship with india and you get on with many of the senior india players and have good relationships with them uh, that's not true of all of uh, it. gambia doesn't get particularly good hearing in the uh, book you're not a fan by the sound of it shahid
4: my relationship with the india indian cricket oh, uh, indian players was always always very good but uh, there is some people like gautam Gamgeer, i think uh... He have some problems, right? Uh, so it's all
1: it, well. It's it's in the book. People can read. Uh, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, people can what, read what their, what your issue is. But my is. relationship was very, yeah. always very good. Mm.
4: I enjoyed my cricket uh, in uh, India. Yeah, and the people they loved me a lot there. They really give me a good respect. So India, we can make a good relationship with India because of cricket yeah. is there
2: any more pressurized game in world cricket than playing pakistan against india this there's, there's so much interest from both countries it it must be quite a pressure playing in those sort of games
4: oh yeah obviously the people who don't know about cricket they will start watching cricket for pakistan india game The you know so the the people uh uh like cricket in our countries after religion cricket is everything and the people want that they Pakistan lose with any team, no problem. But they have to win against India, yeah. and this is a big pressure, media pressure, expectation pressure. Uh, but if you deliver in that game, so you become a hero. You're like, yeah. You like become a star, and uh, 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 players who want to uh, become a big, uh, who want to make his big name, they they realize they know that this is the important game, and we have to perform in this game. Yeah, the uh,
1: w- with that team pressure, yeah. it comes kind of individual pressure. And you talk about that because, you know, you guys are in, at home, you're superstars, yeah. players like you and mm. Sachin in India, mm. just huge superstars. And there mm. some, there are some, you talk about uh, fans, yeah. obsessive fans yeah. sometimes, and there's a very funny story in the mm. book, which mm. would be good if you can tell <laughs> about uh, two young ladies who knocked on the door, said yeah. that someone in a car yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that we would like you to meet. Mm.
4: She don't want to meet. She want to take me with you. Yeah, but, well, that's what that's what I mean. So she, she she
1: didn't just when you got to the car, uh, Shahid, uh, you were surprised to see she was uh, in her wedding dress.
4: Yeah, she was ready, and she's just saying my watchman saying that somebody is here, and they, uh, she want to meet you. I said okay, maybe a fans, so give a picture, or take a pictures and autograph. But she was ready, like totally ready. She wants to take me with her. To marry you? Yeah, to marry me. <laughs> Good Lord. She was very gorgeous. Amazing, <laughs> but I missed that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> but the pressure
1: of that on the cricket side, being more serious, and yeah. that's huge as well. And, and you talk in the book about maybe being rash, making decisions hastily about retirement. You did retire from test cricket in yeah. different forms of the game at yeah. different times. Uh, and you say you know you were exhausted a lot of the time, you felt the pressure, in. and I think that's common not just in cricketers in Pakistan and India I think all over the world. there's a real pressure, isn't it to perform consistently at the top
4: obviously pressure expectation other media pressure, board pressure. Uh, even the pressure of your family, pressure is always kept at International cricket is all about the pressure. How do maintain the pressure? When you perform, your performance also gets a lot It's all about the pressure and you
3: have to deal with it. There's pressure from the family, he says, there's pressure from the board, from the press. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a non-subject because it's all about the pressure. Uh, inside and outside the field and dealing with it and then still delivering
0: so it's a a part of the game
1: um You've, you've had your controversial moments um, and you talk you talk about sledging. You quite like sledging. Leave it on the field, you say. You know, don't ever take it away from the field. But there's a very famous moment. Uh, oh, where yeah. we, we saw you kind of... There was a moment over here, of course, when uh, <laughs> you were scuffing the wicket. But the, the, probably the
2: most famous one. A bit of groundsman work. Yeah, a bit of some... helping the groundsman. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the most famous one Sorry. is probably... <laughs> you know, never, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Never, never mind Sandpaper Gate. Uh, was it Perth where you bit the ball? Ball. Yeah, you took it, yeah, you decided but, to have a bite of oh, the ball like an apple. Oh, God.
4: America, 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 I America, 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 because I was captain, he's like it's. <laughs> I was the captain. It was one of the most emotional
3: um, and wrong decisions of my life. <laughs> uh, I had very. I was very embarrassed. Uh, but my fast bowlers were having a great day. They were really reverse swinging. They needed the extra help, and I was there to provide. <laughs> <laughs> now we must
1: uh, one as one story you talk about in detail in the book as well was the spot fixing allegations. Uh, and and the charges to three of the key players in the Pakistan team, and you say in the book you were very aware of the people that were hanging around the Pakistan camp, and you did warn the hierarchy that we had to watch these guys, but they didn't take any notice, and then ultimately we saw three players fall foul of that. Are you? How do you feel about that? How do you look upon that now?
4: I think that was like uh, that was a very tough time for Pakistan cricket, for Pakistan, for Pakistani uh, cricket fans. And uh, I think uh, the th- three main key players, the match winners uh, was involved in this uh, this thing. And I think I told the authority that st- keep away these guys from these two guys. like Because a, they my... had approached you and other players? Yeah, they? they tried to, but they, they know my attitude because they know he's a it's not easy to deal with this guy, so I think they try to trap another guys, and uh, they become a friends and they they ashamed the cricket, you know.
1: Mohammed Amir has come back and he's playing. Um, do you think? Do you think that's right? He he did deserve a second chance.
4: I always I I supported uh, Amir because first time when I came here to England uh, when is, all issues become up, uh, I asked Amir, Amir, you is it happened with you? You you done this? And he didn't lie with me. He said yes. Salman Bhatt did though, didn't he? Salman said no. He was lying from two, three years. He was lying in front of the court, in front of the people, in the media. He was lying, keep lying. But Amir said uh, truth in front of me and in the court as well. So because of that, that he realized that he made a mistake. So from there, I start supporting that at least this guy, if he made his mistake, he, he didn't lie. Yeah, yeah so that's why I tried uh, mm-hmm. I supported him
1: finally just on this world Cup if the miracle does happen uh, Pakistan get through we'll see how that goes if not who do you see winning the world Cup if it does end up being England it's not
4: easy to predict that who will to win the World Cup but like uh, all top teams like Australia England and uh, India they're doing uh, they're performing very well they're performing very well so my prediction was uh, 10 days ago that uh, England and uh, India will be in the final so let's see we can
0: predict hmm. you know it's not sure hundred percent
1: no no Englishman in your all-time world 11 uh, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> because maybe
0: they're not capable <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> All
1: your friends at Kent and Hampshire and everywhere else you played. Hampshire, I think, about yeah. like
4: Flintoff, tops. We spent a very yeah, good yeah, time yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who else? I think. Uh, uh, Dawson, some local county players. They're yeah, a very good friend of mine.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's some, um, there, I think mean, you've got you know, there's some, it was a tough call, I would think, choosing eleven players. No, it's not yeah. easy yeah, at yeah.
4: all. Yeah, no, it's not easy. Otherwise, Flintoff is one of the best all round. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's been great, uh, great to meet. Lovely, you. Thank to very me. much. Thank
1: you so much. And uh, Waj, thank you. Good to meet nice. you too. Thank you. Uh, thank really thank much, you. very much enjoyed the book. Uh, the listeners should pop out and get it. Get a poster inside. Oh, really? It's published by uh, Harper Sports, and uh, it's available now in hardback. Good to see you. Thank you for coming. Thank
2: in. you, sir. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The 325 at Sandown. Oh, what is it? It's the Davis Insurance Services Gala Stakes. Right. I can't imagine that's much of a gala, really, but there you go. They're showing all the stars at Wimbledon, including Phoebe Waller Bridge. Uh, Oh, I love Phoebe Waller. Yeah, she's there. Is she
1: there? So you suddenly like tennis again, no, though, I, don't. Do you? I mean,
2: it's, that's the whole point, isn't it? You know, I mean, she's not known for her love of sport, is she, Phoebe? Well, she might. She could come. She might get her own show. She may do <laughs> Saturday scoreboard. <laughs> the transfer
1: tavern. Let's go back. Yeah, that was... Yes, yeah, she could do. She could... We don't know that. She no, might liven it up. I, I've got to, I've never... Heard... Not there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying she... I'm, I'm not... I, I, don't, I didn't mean mm. it like that.
2: I just meant that, you know, she'd give us a different angle on it. What was this thing that I saw here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what? Oh no, that was. I'm not going to do that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andy, self-editing. is yes, so very unusual. Do you, f- do you want me to tell I'll you do something? Can tell me. you something?
1: Yeah. Uh, just bear this in mind, folks. Playing racing video games makes people worse drivers. Apparently. Gives them an inflated sense of their motoring ability. It's uh, not people, surprising that, though, is it? People who play things like Need for Speed every day have ended up getting more, ac- having more accidents and getting more speeding convictions. Um, they try and replicate the moves. So if you play the game well, a lot, they probably you got a Need the, for Speed. they probably, they probably <laughs> yeah, the name. Get behind the uh, wheel of a car, and and are a bit of a disaster. So no. if you are playing a lot of those kind of games, let that be a lesson to you.
2: That's Give that true. some thought when you get behind the wheel of the car. Yeah, that's true. Do You see this, Brett, a seventy-year-old runner who set an extraordinary record for his age group in this year's Los Angeles Marathon has been disqualified for cheating. Frank Metzer a retired doctor, finished the race in March and two fifty three ten, well over an hour ahead of the next person, and then they worked out that he hadn't done half the course. What is the point? What absolutely the most pointless thing you could ever do? What you stand there saying to people, "Yeah, I did a two fifty-three point two. Well, Not no, so bad. Not so saying? bad. It's rubbish, isn't it? Really? Um, now, the uh, in today's bizarre column in the
1: Sun, uh, the singer Cardi B was pictured uh, oh, yeah. at a festival in um, Denmark. So, Cardi B, guess what she was wearing, Andy? <laughs> cardigan, obviously. No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. She was wearing a sequined, uh, <laughs> tiny sequined bodysuit. Why don't you wear a cardigan?
2: <laughs> what Middle name's Cardi of ben. June. Do you want TV? <laughs> TV. Silly answer, wasn't <laughs> it? That's true. There was an article in The Sun today by a bloke called uh, Will Heaven. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you want to do TV formats for Will Heaven, well it is Friday. Have you got any? I have. Knocking on Heaven's door. What's that? The, the bailiffs go, go around to Will to speak about an outstanding debt. I mean, obviously I have no that's idea. Just, he's that's sure, a one-off. I'm sure it's I'm sure he's, he's Solid as a rock, <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, there's other
1: alternatives. Yeah, of course to that. there are. Yeah. yeah. Heaven can wait. Uh, what's that? He's basically you see, he kind of sits in a in a. In, in a way casualty, way it's, way it's in casualty. Just timing, and it. when he finally flips after about the eighth hour, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've just Andy heaven's the, gate. Uh, well, that's that's what's that? There's I mean, a lot what, of scandals what, involving. What, oh <laughs> yeah, that's story. right. You could look at all the great scandals <laughs> of the great gates of our time, from <laughs> Sandpaper Gate to Watergate, the frivolous <laughs> uh, and the life-changing. Join me now, Will Heaven <laughs> in Heaven's Gate. That works. That's, that's a little that's piece of heaven. Top show. Could be about. Know, be transplant be. the history of the game operation. That's very true. I don't know. Do you remember I was saying to you the,
2: uh, the other day about rich people who always wear the same outfit?
1: Yeah. Simon Cow's another one. Who's picking the papers is today? Is was it old Charlie Sarge, wasn't it? He was. He the, was the original. This, he wears yeah. the same outfit: well, the black like, suit,
2: the white shirt, in, he, and it's always the same. Simon Cow, It's always the high-waisted black trousers and that same white shirt that sort of buttons, sort of, you know, mid mid range. Yeah. Sort a sternum level. Is that
1: a way then? It's, it's, it's I quite clever. It saves you having potless, to worry about what
2: to wear. If you're kind of potless and you
1: just ha- you, you have no choice but to wear the same outfit every day, <laughs> people might just think you're posh and eccentric. <laughs> that's
2: true. It's true, isn't it? That's well, possible. Not thought yeah. a like oh, that. well, that's very good point. Um,
1: no, no question. Matches about of City have come a long way yeah. uh, from uh, the old days. Certainly, it's I don't brilliant. remember in Fred Eyre's excellent book about the club uh, the fact that they had an official art, culture, and football education partner. No. <laughs> but they do now. No, of course they do. Uh, not in Tony Book's day. The Chinese Yu Yuan Art Investment Group are the official art, culture, and football education partner. It's an alliance which will educate, connect, and uplift young people across the globe through the universal languages of art <laughs> and football.
2: Yeah, what Nicky Weaver makes of that, but uh, there we are. Pete's written into us. He says, You've given me visions of Phoebe Waller Bridge and the Moose doing round the grounds on a Saturday afternoon. That would be great. <laughs> that would
1: be kind of fantastic. Adrian, will have a Saturday off. We'll go and watch uh, Peter, bro. And he's quite as attractive as the
2: priest in the last series of Fleabag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goal at the Emirates. Uh, yes,
2: yeah, thanks very much, Phoebe. It is 1-0. <laughs> 89 minutes gone. Uh, a scored. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, a dad showed off his bizarre new tattoo of Nigel Farage being pelted with a milkshake. Uh, <laughs> a right, tattoo? I know. He said, this bloke said, it's just a bit of fun during a tough time. you think, well, it's not really a bit of fun. You're going to have to look at Nigel Farage's face on Co- your milkshake for the rest of your life. On his thigh? Yeah, look. There it is. Though. Wow. It's quite a a thing to do, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't
1: intelligibly... <laughs> it's very strange looking.
2: I his head's too big. It's like a massive <laughs> Farage head, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's very, really, very odd. Yeah, you yeah, you hear think. this thing about Novak Djokovic likes eating the grass. It's like a sort of ritual thing that he does after he's won. He sort of like takes a bit of the grass, Wimbledon, and he sort of chews. puts it in his mouth. I am sure there might um, be a few footballers who Well, do, people yeah? were worried about the fact that you know there could be pesticides, but they needn't because it's uh, they don't do that in Wimbledon. They steam the grass. To cut out pesticide use, the technology is <coughs> imported from the Netherlands involves puncturing the quartz with holes, yeah. covering them in polytunnels and then pumping in steam until the ambient temperature hits precisely 70 degrees centigrade. 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 Yeah, yeah good eye. Eh? Yeah, look. <laughs> Centigrade. Apparently,
1: they don't like it at that oh. temperature. Some they. programs coming in for uh, Will Heaven. Um, Heaven knows. will test his general knowledge. I add to it. Uh, Heaven Knows. are miserable now. Which is uh, Will Heaven and Nick Knowles trying to cheer each other up during a during a dark time. Uh, Heaven Sent, scent. S c e n t. Will starts a journey to create a new fragrance. Oh, that's Says a good that was eye. Manchester. That's a, last. David daking gave us. Heaven knows.
2: Definitely.
1: Um, so you can keep those coming if you like it is a Friday you can bring in games talksport.com text 81089 tweet T S H and J sausage roll, more sausage roll news today. Oh, yeah. Andy, we always like to find out our um, our uh, people who reach the grand old age of one hundred and get that telegraph from the mm. Queen. What keeps them going? Whiskey. Porridge, whiskey, glass of red wine, a little mm. bit of chocolate. These yeah. are all the staples of people get mm. to one hundred, and they say this is what uh, is, yeah. uh, let
2: me live. They never say it's they genetic, live. which is what it actually is. Yeah, they, they, they never say yeah.
1: Mary Emerson, one hundred, uh, puts her long life down to regular sausage rolls. Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: That's mad, though, isn't it? I it's, mean, it's the sausage roll, Andy. So, uh, that's counterintuitive to all health advice. Maybe one a day from now on for you. I do like a sausage roll. Well,
1: OK. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for sharing that with us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. That was us this afternoon. We're back on Monday. Uh, next week's guests include the brilliant impressionist uh, John Colshaw. We'll also have Lewis Moody from the world of rugby. And oh, lots more besides. Phil Wang's coming in as well. Very funny man. So uh, have a great weekend. Thanks for downloading us.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.